Welcome to the best unaffiliated podcast that you will ever hear on Apple, Spotify, or whatever your listening devices are. The Big Thomas Podcast with J.O.E. and your boy D.K.S. Tune in to us each week as we give you the hottest take on all the latest topics. Reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter at The Big Thomas Podcast. And here we go with the fresh episode. It's The Big Thomas Podcast. Right this week, we want to give a real uh, condolences to the family of Mr. Pedro Gomez. It was a longtime ESPN uh, sports writer, analyst. Uh, he died at the age of 58 this week. Uh, suddenly, uh, he was a real you know, important figure in uh, sports, specifically baseball with his writing and most of his in- interviews. So just a real condolences to Pedro Gomez and his family. He definitely will be missed. We also want to give a shout out. Uh, last week, the Hall of Fame class was announced right after we got through recording our episode. So we want to give a special shout out to Coach Tom Flores, Hall of Fame guard Alvin Fineca, Megatron, the wide receiver, Mr. Calvin Johnson, safety John Lynch, uh, big contributor, Mr. Bill Nunn, receiver Drew Pearson, you know who, the cornerback safety, Mr. Charles Woodson, and my GOAT, the man, the quarterback, Mr. Peyton Manning. Now, I'm glad, you know, condolences to the Gomez family. Um, you know, I know how much you love baseball, so you know about him in depth. Um, so, you know, condolences to that man and his family. But, um, and congratulations to everybody inducted to the Hall of Fame. I'm glad you prefaced it with my GOAT. Now, because, you know, the GOAT just won their seventh ring on Sunday, huh? Man. Man, I I just want to say this about just to start off. Congratulations to both of those teams. You know, I'm going to go in depth about how I feel about uh, Tom Brady. But I will say I respect Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not the GOAT, but I will respect Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, just accomplishing seven championships, you know, that's a phenomenal thing. I saw some – I'm glad we waited till today to do this episode – because that night, you know, you have to let your emotions kind of process. Yep. Peyton Manning had just got inducted. Peyton Manning at the game. You see them boys go off the way they go off. And it's like, ah, is he the GOAT? Yeah. You know, so you yeah. go to sleep on it. You hear all this stuff. And you let these days pass by. You really get back to your your real thoughts. It's like, okay, let me just, let me calm down. Yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me get a check back to reality. So I saw something that was funny. <clears throat> and while it is not entirely true, I, I kind of I, I see where they're coming from. Somebody on Twitter posted that Tom Brady is the Robert Ori of the NFL. Ah, uh, they be disrespectful out here. I will not say he's the Robert Ori. I, I, I get it by the championships, but yeah, yeah. Tom Brady is, is a leader of a team. For sure. Uh, and while he may have not been a, a the one who's actually won those championships, those games. I mean, the man got 79. He's on, he needs less than 100 yards to have 80,000 passing yards. He's got seven championships, so I can't knock him for that. You know what I'm saying? But let's just be honest, man. Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles had a phenomenal game. Uh, you know, it says something about – I just want to put some stuff in perspective for people. I told you on the last episode – that they were going to be having without two guards. Yep. 
two yep. tackles, I'm sorry. Yep, two and tackles. so you have one tackle, you move from the left side to the right side. Now, basketball, you can play center, power forward, point guard, whatever. With football on the line, there are certain techniques. You you know, you're used to one, two, three. You know, you got your timing down, all of this stuff. You're moving from the left side to the right side, and you're missing a hole. And so you inserting somebody that hadn't played the whole year. And then let's just be honest. The, the day after the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes had surgery. I ain't making no excuses. None. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I mean, but let's, let's hey. just be honest. The Chiefs were not 100%. And we also all. know that the game is won in the trenches. In the trenches. You and I both know that. The game is won in that, on that line. On that line. D-line, offensive line. Buccaneers had a, a, a great defense. The Chiefs' O-line was decimated. And again, it's no, it's, 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 you know, and that's, the, I know that's why a lot of people don't like to have conversations with you and I about sports because we put stuff into concept and context. Yeah. We, we, we contextualize it. The, the, the big, biggest thing though that was heavy was that young woman that got hit by Andy Reid's son. Man. Man. And he said that was the first thing he said at the press conference, at the post game press conference. Like we're in prayers and thoughts for this young lady who was yeah. on like in critical condition. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at that game, let's be real. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to discredit <laughs> this man at all. But if you look at that game, that game plan, that wasn't an Andy Reid game plan. Hmm. Andy Reid knows how to. Go throughout the game and, and 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 pivot. He knows how to change the game plan up. He makes adjustments. That's the best word for it. He makes adjustments. There were no adjustments in that game. They were right. running the same stuff over and over again. Patrick they Mahomes, no running plays, bro. Nope, bro, bro, no <laughs> running plays. Back. Not even no, no, like no, no running screen plays. Not even no, like none of that, bro. Just, just, you no. Know, Patrick Mahomes on his side throwing it down the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, y'all know this is, is again, it's no excuses because nobody gives, you know, we do, but nobody gives LeBron a pass for not having Kyrie in love Hmm. against the Warriors that first year. Yeah. You know? So, and nobody gives LeBron a pass for the Warriors getting KD. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. But there's also context to everything. And it's just like, but but I want to wrap it up with this. Tom Brady won, has seven championships. His greatness cannot be denied. At all. Um, it still remains that a lot of that came from the game plan from Bill Belichick. But I will also say that for him to win it without Bill Belichick, it did tell me a lot more about Tom. It did give me a lot more credit, give him a lot more credit. And just like we talked about with LeBron, how every year he tries to change up something, he, he got that three-point shot. You know, the knock on Tom was he can't throw no deep passes. He can't throw no deep passes. Well, this year, <laughs> he threw, and I saw, you know, I don't know. I will say it opened the goat conversation for me, and you know I've been with you on Peyton Manning for a long time. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I gotta go back and just 
like I'm still I've been I was trying to make a decision about today, but I can't I I don't have one because it put a lot on my mind. That's all I can say. It put a lot on my mind because Peyton Manning was the go for me. Just that his mind was so brilliant. The way he carried himself, the way he played the game, it, it was a, it was phenomenal. But this right here, man, oof. I reason I I say this about it, you know. Well, a lot of people feel to realize this this Tampa Bay team is like no other team Tom Brady has ever had. Right, right. You know, so right. the Patriots they lost Tom Brady, they lost Grunt, they lost a whole bunch. They're basically in a real rebuild mode. So you really can't, people can't really just be like, oh, this year compared oh, to that year. They lost. Nah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. And then you went to a team, like I said, they was already loaded on defense. Come on, but they were loaded. You already had uh, the son McCoy. Yep. You had Leonard Fournette came. You got Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Like, let's just be real. That was an all Pro Bowl team, bro. All oh, no, no. Team. You know what this team remind you know what that bucking at the end of the day, you know what that Buccaneers team reminded me of? <laughs> LSU. LSU when they won with Joe Burrow. With Joe. <laughs> yes, bro. Seriously. Yeah. It was just like a on fire madman. You 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 just you like it's lightning in a bottle. Now if they come back and do it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen. I you know what I'm saying? It ain't here yet. You know what I'm saying? But no, I want to say this though because people are making the comp- comparison to uh, Tom Brady's better than Mahomes. I'm just gonna. Uh, Tom Brady's not a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I'm gonna and, just and say this for the record. But this is how the Jordan Lebron debate got started, and that's not because. You give the Chiefs a healthy team, just be real. The the Bucks was 100% healthy. They didn't lose no linemen. Bro, this dude had turf toe. If I have an ingrown hair, I have bad. I'm totally, I'm fucking don't want to walk. Crying, crying. Come on, bro. He had turf toe. He had surgery two days later, bro, after the Super Bowl. That speaks a lot about it. I, I, I'm going to just say this about it. I will give Tom Brady the most accomplished. Well, he's... I won't give him the most accomplished. I'm gonna give him the most accomplished male athlete of all time. He's besides, not, yeah, no, nah, he's not even besides that. Besides Bill Russell, I about to say he. About to say, please take that. Don't hold on. Hold on, hold on. I mean, like about error, like you know what I'm saying. But besides not about, Bill Russell. Uh, he's probably the most accomplished because Bill Russell, you know, he played against the little homies. You know, I mean, Bob got seven rings too. Well, he's seven now too, though. So, but I'm just saying. <clears throat> I'm gonna just say this. I will give him that title, but I'll never give him the goat. The goat. The goat actually. It's more to it than rings for goat. It's more to it than rings for goat. Peyton Manning is LeBron James. Never on the football field, probably besides who just played uh, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Have you seen somebody like control a, a whole game? Nah. Peyton Manning huh. control a whole game. Mahomes. Peyton Manning. And I might say Mahomes moving forward, bro. We have never seen anybody in football like Mahomes, like period. And I'll say this. I will humble myself and say this. He's not the GOAT. He'll never be the GOAT to me. Okay. Because it's more than just rings. It is, uh, for sure. But I will I will give him, I'll, and we could debate it, but I'll give him one of the most accomplished athletes of all time. But I will say this. The last Super Bowl that my boy the GOAT played in, 
Ooh, it wasn't for the defense, bro. My boy didn't look hot. He couldn't complete too many passes. Mm-hmm. And that pressure was on him. Yeah. Tom Brady. He at didn't his age. Defense, but Tom Brady looked real good. At his know? age. And he had a balanced, he had a balanced team. You had a hold the receivers. You couldn't get too many people to attack Tom Brady, but then they had an honest run game. But taking all that aside, Tom Brady looked good. And to have him come back, that's good. Regardless of whatever, seven rings is seven rings. You know, unless you KD or something. But, uh, you know, I was glad how he turned up at his party, man. The man deserved it. I won't he hate did. on him. He did. But uh, Peyton Manning the GOAT unless Patrick Mahomes come do his thing. Now, what I will say <clears throat> is, you know, with Tom Brady, now, this going off the field, I don't necessarily care for his mm. his political views and everything like that. And what used to be the opposite of that for me was the NBA and how they conducted themselves. But this situation going on now with this national anthem, and I didn't think it was should have been a situation. Did you did you see the stuff going on with Mark Cuban and the NBA statement and everything with that? So I saw it, you know, I get the notifications. I was like, dang. And uh, I was like, dang, what, what's up with Mark Cuban? What he trying to do? And I hate that I missed the episode when he was on the jump talking to Rachel Nichols about it. You know, I'll go ahead and rewatch it. But I, I did read a little clip, a little something on Twitter, and they were talking about how, you know, we need to be more basically aligned with our players and, and help them represent, you know, speak on or, or be sensitive to what sensitive to them. And so that's why he decided to, you know, say, hey, I'm going to stop playing the national anthem. It was so amazing to me that, I want to say in less than 24 hours at the NBA, they hurry up and came out with, oh, well, uh, well, it's mandatory. We all got to put that out there, right? So <clears throat> my real concern is how can, and this is what really blew my mind. So apparently he hadn't played it for a few days. Yeah, I think it was, I, I think it was, I want to say it was all season. If it wasn't all season, it was a lot of games this season. Yeah, and so nobody noticed until the, the sports lady wrote about it. I uh, find her name and give her a little shout out, but her she nobody knew about it until she reported about it. Yep, and that's when it became big news. But that just shows you how much people don't care and don't pay attention hey, re- to something, bro. Uh, like for real, for real, really don't care, really don't. But I respect. I got hell of respect for Mark. I know what he was trying to do. You want to be in unison with his players and respect the issues that, that bother them, respect the issues that are really, if y'all going to kneel, then cool. We don't need to play it. Like, I ain't going to put y'all in that position. We're just going to play basketball. Right. I've always respected him, especially, you know, how he handled the situation. All these, bro, me and you got money, right? We millionaires, and we see our little homeboys. I'm not about to get on this podcast and talk about it and post on Instagram. Right. I'm about to go find this dude. If I'm a millionaire, then go help this dude. And all these millionaire NBA players, they talked about it. And Mark Cuban is the one that went down there, got Mr. West, and helped that man out. Bro. Helped that man out, bro. And so, you know, I've always, even before that, I've just had real respect for him. He's a real person. He's a real human. Correct. Even, even with all the money. With all the money he does. You know, look, bro, we can go research some information and give you some real facts. The guy's done phenomenal stuff for his organization. For his, you know, people that work in his arena, just in general. But I applaud what he's done, what he was trying to do. Uh, 
the NBA had to make that quick statement. They're like, hold on, we can't have no one owner trying to dictate what we're trying to do. And, you know, it's just been a ripple effect of bad stuff if they didn't say something about it. But I I applaud the man because that is a huge statement. That's not something small. That was a huge statement that he was making. And I applaud and respect him and like to see what's what's really going to go forward moving from here. And I know that, you know, Adam Silver is losing grip on the NBA. Like, for real, man. Something's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, but something's yeah. happening. Yeah, and, and I, I think we both can assume it's that money, that money, them, 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 them owners, or if you want, whatever you want to call them, governors, that Mobs. money. And you see, you see how, you see how, um, you know, he hasn't even. You, we haven't really heard from Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. And think about it, we haven't heard from Adam Silver much, even before the bubble got formed. Yeah. So it's like he losing, hey man, he losing control. We was saying he the greatest commission of all time and everything, but some some there's a shift going on in the NBA. Yep. That's with the All Star game. <clears throat> that's with this. That's with everything. There's a shift going on in the NBA. Um, and COVID, you know, COVID doesn't help any situation. It doesn't help any of us, but it's like. The way that you're handling it, like, you know, it, it doesn't sit right with people, dog. Like, what's up? What you doing? Yeah. You know? So that's something to watch out for and look out for. Um, And then just, like, there's direct ramifications with COVID. Like, um, just go transition into that, you know, happy to see Cat back. I don't know if he happy to be back, but I'm happy that he, to see him back, to see, you know, Kind of see maybe how he's doing. You can't gain a lot from a basketball game, but yeah, happy to see him back. But like people were like trying to rag on him and like say like, "Hey man, like you know, you need to be back. You need to be back. You know, you get you get paid to do this dog. He's a human being. He might be an amazingly gifted, physically gifted human, but he's yeah. a and we see the effects that it's having on not just the the players, but you got a coach, you know, assistants. Yeah. Uh everybody, you you know, look at look at Bill Miano in Indiana, you know? Like I I know you uh, you know about his story and what's going on with him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was uh he's assistant coach for the Pacers and uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, he uh basically took a leave of absence from the team. And so I read up on it, and, you know, he's 58 years old, just found out that the guy lost his mom and his dad to COVID. Uh, had a little stint with a little situation with COVID himself. And so dealing with that and trying to come back, I mean, they're a competitor in the East. So it's a lot that go. They ain't just slouching around playing games. Like, they're really game planning. It's a, it's a lot that go, goes into that, you know. <clears throat> I'm not a professional athlete. You know, I wound up losing my job, and that was going through a situation. But, you know, my father figure in my life passed away, and then a week later I caught COVID. And I didn't catch it where, oh, I got tested, I'm asymptomatic. No, I must have had aim. I'm laughing. I could do it. You know, I don't mean no respect. I must have had the South African strain, bro. I had every symptom. Every symptom of COVID, I had it, and I had it severely. Like, I was in bed for 31 days. I know. Over a month to just get my wind back. Like I had to go walk outside, 
just to build my wind up because hell, I couldn't walk from the bed to the restroom without busting down sweating. Yep. And you know, I won't go in depth about my thoughts about it, but you know, you have to isolate. Cat lost his mom, Bill lost his dad, and his and mom. other family members. Cat lost other family. family members, yeah. When you isolating in that time, you sick. But that that is I've never been that sick in my life like anything else. And and I tell people all the time, you know, unless you've been in a situation, your perspective don't, you know, sometimes it should, but sometimes you have to really be in something for your perspectives to really change or really see. When you isolate by yourself and you lose family members, well, that's a whole nother thing we're talking about. It ain't something you could just bounce back from. You're talking about mom, dad, mom, family members. But I was in this house by myself for two months. Yeah. And oh, summer. I can't even tell you the type of stuff that was going through my mind. And I think a lot of people really, they're going on just, it's cool. Yeah, you go on, you live your life, but when you don't bash people that's taking this yeah. public stuff real. Yeah. People are dying. Yes. You know, you may be asymptomatic because you got one strain, but somebody else may got another strain and die. And so, you know, I know a lot of people down here, they fighting. Oh, you don't wear the mask, don't wear this. Meanwhile, cat like, hey, I urge y'all, please, I can die from this. I got underlying conditions. Please wear your mask. My mom, my family died from this. I'm struggling mentally. So, you know, I, I saw a little clip when Cat went out there. Just a look on his face, it really hit me because I know I know all what he's thinking and feeling in his head, you know, and, and for the patients to be in this situation and for the man to request off, a lot of people probably bash him. But it is, it is a mentally... I, it's beyond draining. I can't even give a word for how COVID affects you, not just your body, but your your brain, your mental state. You know, I'm a whole different person. And I've been a different person in life in general. With all of this, bro, it just put me in a different mindset. And I really feel for Kat. I feel for Bill. I feel for anybody that's in a similar situation like that. Um, because some people are taking their life because of the situation like this. They haven't had COVID, just being at home, they've taken their life. People that have lost family members have gone and taken their life. Uh, like I say, find somebody to talk to, you know, it, it's, it takes time, bro. I'm, I'm still, I, I just notice little things that I don't even do no more, engage in. Right. And it's like, damn, what's wrong? It's like, you just, I look at shit different now, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm always taking stuff serious, but it's we don't get mulligans in life. We don't get a redo. We don't get a redo. And you know, when you lose people, lose them to COVID, and you experience these things. Don't just try to blow off somebody and say, "Man, oh, that's tough." It's tough. Now it's more than that, man. And it, you, you need a strong support system. All my bros, you was there for me. My other bros. You know, I got a small knit circle, but I appreciate y'all, bro, because, man. For sure. <laughs> bro, I, you For know, sure. I was going through some stuff. I man. already know. <laughs> like, bro, everything happened to me at once. I lost my job one week, lost my father figure, my uncle, caught COVID. I was, bro, and I just turned 30. I'm like, bitch, I'm about to turn up for this 30. Yeah, bro. So, um, Real respect for Cat to coming out. Real respect for Bill to acknowledging, hey, I need to step away so I can get myself right so I can really be here for y'all. 
you know, I hope he take all the time he needs, get himself together, be around some family where he can just really get back to being himself, however long it may take. And uh, anybody else that's going through it, like I say, mad respect to him and praying for those people and their families, bro. And uh, I just urge everybody that's really listening, man, take this COVID stuff real. It ain't a joke. It's not. It's really not a joke. I mean, it's been ta- attacking yeah. family left and right for the last two weeks. Uh, my brother got it. Not all three of my brothers have had COVID. My mom, my mom just had it. She just getting over it. Um, I had a cousin, an uncle, an aunt, and now I have another aunt and uncle getting tested that got tested for today. No, I I haven't heard the results yet. I had another cousin and his wife got it. It's just God, last man. two weeks, man. <laughs> last two to three weeks, it's just been like wow man like wow so i ain't trying to go viral right now you know we we got a plan for our growth plan but i I got a question for you bro and this is a serious question it just popped up on me now a lot of the viewers y'all listening to us i want y'all to come and let us know like i want to know the people that's actually taking the vaccine you know i've had people that's taking it no effects and i have people that work in the medical field Mm mm-hmm and they take it and they got extremely sick. My grandma, my dad's mom, is taking it. And a week later, she starts feeling sick now. Yep. Uh, you know, you, you got a background. You know, Dr. Fossey, Fuji, what's his name? Fossey. Fossey. He went out and he was talking about how, you know, I just know that people make different medicines, bro. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to have the people looking for you, nothing. See, yeah, I ain't no doctor. <laughs> but you know, you you you've been around medicine. You know how it is. What are your thoughts, bro, on them having this one generic uh, vaccine and and how that affects people, bro? So, uh, first of all, you know they cooked it up too quick. I can't <laughs> too quick, man. We just we just not supposedly knowing about this virus. And in less than eight months, you got something cooked up, ready to shoot up. Millions of doses. Now, and then I saw something today. Biden was like, you know, we got two hundred. We just ordered two hundred million vaccines. So <laughs> by the end of July, he said by the end of July, everybody who wants a vaccine should be able to get it. But then I saw Fauci say at the end of April, if you want it, everybody who wants it should get it. Mm. So. It's like I'm like, dog. Like, what? Where's the lie? Where's the truth? But where's the what? Who lying? What? Cause it can't be both. It can't be same both. Like it can't. So my my opinion, I'm good. I take my zinc, my vitamin C, my multivitamins, my probiotic. I take my, you know, all that, and I just keep it moving. And I eat my fruits, my veggies, drink my water, and I keep it moving. Yes, God, this. And and there's no and there's not it's nothing against those that are taking it. More power to you. I pray you you are the ones that don't get any side effects and not how your grandmother is, man. Because I mean, the flu vaccine used to do that to you. Mm. I never took the flu vaccine. I think I took it one time when I was younger. I think, and that was it. But I ne- after that, I in my adult life, yeah, I've never took Yeah, never. So, so it's like you. I, Man, I I just don't I don't see because it doesn't give you lifetime immunity. And how does it how is it that uh, 
we could take one medicine, right? But they make different brands of it because certain people may be allergic to certain ingredients or certain stuff. But how do they have just one vaccine and it's supposed to be for everybody? Yep. Like and is it and it's and it's because they have different different brands create the same vaccine but in a different way. Yeah. So one may have this efficacy level, which means this is effective for you this way, but the other one might have this efficacy level. So it's just a lot, man. Like and and it's and, and then it's 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 always about the money when it comes to pharmaceuticals. Mm. Mm. Two of the biggest brands are the ones that made the vaccines. Yeah. I'm just like, man, y'all just y'all doing too much. I ain't with it. I ain't got it, but even if I get it. I'm not fooling I with got the, it. And I still ain't taking it. I ain't fooling with the vaccine, like <laughs> for real. And I and again, y'all want to. I want to be clear. Disclaimer: We're not medical experts. We're not giving you medical advice. You do. Don't drink no bleach. Don't drink no bleach. Don't, you do what you choose to do. But I'm not getting the vaccine, and that's how I feel about it. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's how i feel about it bro i, I just uh, the vaccine i'm not i'm not fooling with it uh you cooked up something in eight months and then we got different strands of the vaccine of the of the virus going around like oh okay i'm probably just say oh yeah this one i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot this up and i'll be good not to make light of the covid and nothing like that because y'all know how serious we are about it um the Nets defense looking a little sick. <laughs> hey, you let the you let the world tell it. The Nets is looking phenomenal, bro. If, if you if you let the the analysts and NBA radio talk about them, oh, oh the Nets is looking. Oh, <clears throat> what tripped me out is, you know, we we've always talked sports, but now that we really actually doing the podcast, I really try to <clears throat> be upbeat on all of every day. Listen to NBA radio on Sirius. On Twitter, following the big sports, and everybody talked about how the Nets played this phenomenal game against the Pacers, bro. Oh, the Nets and the Pacers. Oh man, they held them to thirty-some points at halftime, or or something like this. And I was like, okay, one. Now I'm a I'm gonna be a realist, right? Everybody is allowed. Every team is allowed to have a bullshit game every night, yes. right? Yes. So <clears throat> I just want to say this. About this, and you know the faces on my team, so I really take this shit personal because I, I feel know. like the Nets is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, so the Nets was up by thirty some points, right? Thirty some points. I checked the final score and it won by ten. So it sounds like they had a bad first half, right? Sabonis was terrible in the first half for the whole game. He was seven for twenty, bro. He had a terrible game, game that he never has. And then I looked, bro. So let me see what was really going on. They up by 30, lost by 10. The Indiana Pacers shot 7-4-11 for free throws, right? 7-4-11. The Nets shot 31 for 35. They shot 23 more free throws. I ain't heard nobody. Nobody talked about that, bro. Everybody just talked about how, oh, it was, yeah, they was deep. 23 more free throws, bro. 23 more free throws, bro. And they only won by 10. Only won by 10. 
Before I tell you, the, the Pacers, y'all, they can do what you want to say about the Pacers. Everybody's allowed to have a bad game. The Pacers, they still my team. My boy Karis LeVert getting back out there, getting his stuff going. He'll be probably playing after All-Star break sometime. Don't let this game fool you. Don't let this fake-ass defense, these Nets think that they playing. The it teams just shoot you better. It wouldn't even – no, I didn't even see context, bro. Nobody sat up here and told me. All the shows I listened to. Not a single one. They won, They had 23 more free throws. 23 more free throws. It, they lose by 13 points, right? If you erase that, they lose by 20 th- – Yes. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Twenty-four. My bad. Eleven and thirty-five. Twenty-four more free throws, bro. Twenty-four more free throws. I I listened to everything. Nobody talked about it. So it wasn't they had a bad shooting night. It was all the next defense. And what tripped me out was it was last night the night before. Nigga, James Harden out of all people was getting on DeAndre Jordan about defense. Sit down somewhere, bro. They had a whole. Issue about James Harden telling DeAndre Jordan, the Nets always if he don't do nothing else, he play defense. He play defense. He already he older. He still play defense. Well, he was named the captain of defense when he was out there in L.A. He, he's a defensive player. James Harden was trying to tell him about playing defense. I said, okay, you James Harden, you must be listening to these shows and let these people they, and they tell they, you what you really yeah. not. Exactly. Not defensive team. No, they ain't been playing defense. They had a bad game, uh, but they shot twenty four more free throws and still lost by ten. So people believe the hype all you want. Again, yeah, what what's his name? KD didn't play, but you still got them two dudes, bro. When Karis Levert come back, like I told you, these dudes gonna lose in the second round or later, bro. I'm Don't still the why. Well, I, okay, let me not be disrespectful. I get why that's disrespectful. Oh, I'll do that. Forget it. I get why that's hype, but come on, dog. Do you realize that? Do you realize that? What that defense was with the Pistons? These three, these three players on this team. I know that I know the media not gonna kill them for it. I know they're not gonna kill them. Of course not. I know they're not gonna. They're trying to find somebody to beat LeBron. <laughs> These three players are three of the best players in the NBA, top 15 players. For sure. And some people will say three top 10. I wouldn't say three top 10, mm-hmm. but top 15. Some of the most skilled players the basketball court has ever seen. If these boys don't make it to the finals, which neither one of neither one of us believe they will, bro, wouldn't this have to be one of the biggest flop choke jobs ever? Like for real, for real? Not for me, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, you, bro, look, the media can hype y'all up. The KD can hype you up about he got his ring. Bro, Golden State was doing their thing without you. Bro. They just, they, come on, bro. LeBron would have won. They would have gave him and run with his money without you coming back there. You know what I'm saying? James Harden, you're not a winner. I, I watched James Harden is not a winner. Kyrie, we know you. So, for me, that's just them being them. But media-wise, yeah, it's going to be a choke job. I want to let y'all know right now. Y'all want to make some money doing nothing. Go put a bet on Vegas for the next time to make it to the finals. I guarantee you, shoot me some change when you win that money because they're not making it. But when you look at it, bro, they top. It's crazy because, yeah, they top 15 players, but they're top. I mean, Dane Dollar top 15. Dane Dollar ain't never going to win no championship unless he go to another team. 
Not in Portland. Mm-mm. He he's but he's a top fifteen player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a choke job because I feel like that's yeah. I've I'll say you you have that you should win. Yeah. But I'm just being I know I know the real character. Yeah, I can put the yeah, uniform know. on and who who you want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know the real y'all. So but yeah, it'll be a huge choke job for sure. This part of the podcast is being brought to you by Hire LXNG. If you're a lover of photography, creativity, need motivation, or one of those deep sneaker lovers, be sure to visit HireLXNG.com for some of the greatest content reviews on music, sports, and any other topic. HireLXNG.com forward slash podcast. And now, back to the episode. It would, no, it, I, I'm, I'm a call it that, bro. I, I'm not giving it. Nah, you got Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie on the same team. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> nah, that's a tough job. It's a tough job. Yeah, so, so I look at the Nets and I just like, of course, we're going to look at it because it is KD, Harden, and Kyrie. And then you got Nash as the head coach. You got Mike D'Antoni over there. And you got all these, all these faces and places. I get it. But I look at it like this. Just call this team what it is. It's not a good team. It is not a good team. You have a team full of good to great players, but it's not a good team at all. And so I just look at that and just say, all right, man, I watch. I look at it because I have to because everybody talks about them. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to make it to the finals. I really do. I really want them to make it to the finals, but just don't see it happening. Um. Hey, if y'all go and place a bet on the Pacers to make them to the finals, a hundred dollar bet will win you twenty nine hundred dollars. So go get y'all money and send me two ninety. <laughs> Speaking of the Pacers, I know that's your team. I wish I'm Man. going to who I got finishing second in the West. I mean, our East. I'm going to who I who I got finishing second in the West. Utah Jazz. Okay. So they. <sighs> I thought that they was gonna lose. It, it they, they okay. Let's go through this stretch. So oh, they gonna lose. I don't know. Okay, so they the Celtics, the Pacers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Seventy Sixers, Clippers back to back, Hornets, Lakers, Heat. So I'm gonna go again. Celtics, Pacers, Bucks, the Heat, the Seventy Sixers, the Clippers back to back, Hornets, Lakers, Heat. That is a pretty good, what's that, 10 game stretch? Yeah. That they have to go through. Now they already 2 0. They beat the Celtics and they beat the pay, your boys, the Pacers. You know what I'm saying? Undermanned Pacers, yeah. <laughs> they beat your boys. I mean, we are one of our top three players, so yeah. So, how you see them going, Bucks? What you got? Bucks, Dub, Louse? Man. If they playing the way they playing, that's the East and the West, man. I'm a, I'm gonna just say Bucks, this. Bucks, uh, Bucks defense has been turning up though. Bucks defense has been turning up lately. I'm gonna just say this. For me, it's really gonna be the matchup of of if is Rudy Gobert really what they saying Rudy Gobert is. You know, you really gonna be able to do get them rebounds and get them points on Giannis. Or, or Lopez, or I think Lopez, that's his name. Yeah. 
uh, are you really going to be able to dominate another real big? Because you've been you've been mismatched with a lot of other teams. You got Bam. You got you got you got you going. It's a stretch. You be you playing some real bigs and the Davis should be back. You got Bam. You got Embiid. You got. I mean, would you say M- Ibaka? I don't know if I say Ibaka. I want to say Ibaka. I mean, but Ibaka's a little defender. But this stretch, I just speak on the stretch in general. They they two and zero. That's the ten games. They will have to be seven and three for me to really. I say seven and three to me really take them serious. Get it for you. Hmm. Four one get it for you. I mean, six and four is just confirm what I already know is that they they not really they not battle tested. Okay. What about this? They beat the Celtics. They beat the Pacers. Right. They Mm -hmm. beat the Bucks. Lose to the Heat. All right. So that's three. I'm gonna say this. They beat the Seventy Sixers. They beat the Clippers one time, lose to the Clippers the other time, lose to the Hornets, beat the Lakers, lose to the Heat. That's six and four. And that's six and four, you beat the Lakers, Clippers, 76ers, Bucks, Pacers, Celtics. You that's still not. I mean, I would take them serious. Uh I don't, I don't, I'ma just say this, because unfortunately, LeBron James has got me in this. Championship of bus, like hey, oh good. I hey, I'm a very competitive. I'm extremely competitive. Cause we can, who can chew the peppermint the fastest type shit. I'm a win. Like I don't give a fuck about no participation type shit. You know what I'm saying? Why that would be cool if you if you beat them. Like it depends on how they win. Like do they got your number? Where if you play them in a series, you would lose or you would win. Like you would have to win in a nice fashion. So I'm I'm looking for. I, I give it. I'm gonna give them their respect. I ain't gonna be a hater. I'm gonna give them their respect. I mean, but we've seen so many teams do their thing in a regular season and come into the playoffs and like, oh, where you at? You know, Donovan. And the reason I say that is, it's cool. I, I like all their players, bro. I was a big fan of Royce O'Neal. You know what I'm saying? Two, three years ago. So seeing them, they got a phenomenal team. That pressure bust pipes though. You get into the playoffs, we're gonna be back in these arenas. All that fluke shit and them fans, yeah, you you gonna be had to have to be about that business when you come out. I'll give them their respect just because I, I gotta start being a little less, you know, tight on people. I really don't give a fuck. You can do all that shit all you want, you still gonna lose. You ain't gotta, yeah, you ain't gotta do yeah. that. Oh, this ours. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna be real with you. It wouldn't matter. Uh, I just don't see them, you know, when they come down to the come down, man. But I'm looking for them four, the Lakers. Uh, with all the bigs, the one with the real bigs. I I, I go 76ers, but the the five games I'm looking for is I'm not Clippers. The Bucks. I'm looking for is the Bucks, the Heat, the 76ers, and the Lakers. Yeah, like that's it. Like that's all. Show me what you do with them. You you can go what? What's that? Be four and four. Yeah. If you beat them though in fashion, you four and four. I give you more respect than, than anything. I, I, I will for that too because it means that Rudy was working. It means that it means that Donovan was working, and you got to be respected because now that don't mean you still the one seed in the West because the Lakers have been still even though they've been they have played three straight overtime games, still winning all because of LeBron James. Bro, I watched the game. I, I paid my little two dollars. To watch the, the the second half, bro, 
And so I didn't know uh, Shy Gillis, Alexander, he didn't play. So, you know, basically one of the guys we follow on Instagram, he, on Twitter, he was like, man, they just came out like we was just about to walk over these dudes and they got hit in the mouth. But about that second half, I think they scored 17 points in this third quarter. They came to play. But, bro, LeBron James, in three games, I think he didn't play 130 minutes, bro. (laughs) In three games. LeBron James is phenomenal, bro. But I'm going to tell y'all something for real, man. I'm going to speak on some stuff. Uh, There's a, you know, I follow Dion. Dion, cool. We got the little bar stool stuff. And I remember... About a month ago, I forgot the young lady's name. They was getting on her for some controversial stuff that she said. And last night, I'm pretty sure if I look up now, they probably eating her alive. But she said, man, Anthony Davis is just too soft. He's just, he's too fucking big to be that soft. Bro, Montrez Harrell. If if Anthony Davis had what Montrez Harrell has, I mean, he can go down. It's probably better than Shaq, but until he get that, man, bro. Uh, last night, Montrez Harrell, bro. Montrez Harrell, they was LeBron, and, and and being clutch is about making the right play, bro. Montrez Harrell had a big man who grabbed it in the corner and would make a move and work him and drove on him, bro. Montrez Harrell ate on him, boy. He ain't settled for the three pointer. He went to the rim and. Hey, is a goon. Ooh, if you bro. ask me right now today, who's the third most important players on the Lakers? Easily, I'm telling you, is Montrez Hero. Easy. Oh, without Easy. a doubt, without a doubt. Easy, bro. bro. That dude, uh, mad respect. You know, we we've been very we're a LeBron James fanatics, so we really in tune with the teams that LeBron James carries to the championships. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and somebody we've really been rooting for, man, that dude has settled in to playing his role. Kyle Kuzma was a beast on the glass, bro. And that's what he gets. Bro, he was defense and, like, bro, you're going to get your points regardless. And now that he's actually selling to his role, bro, yeah, you can do that, but you got to be willing to adjust your game. Bro, you can win three, four, five championships with the Lakers. Go somewhere else, get some money, and then Lakers will bring you back later, bro. Kyle be young. I'm a Kyle Kuzma fan. Bro. I'm a Kyle Kuzma fan now, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Kyle bro. Kuzma gives me Dennis Rodman vibes, bro. And not the crazy off-the-court Dennis Rodman. Not saying he just, he's at that level of Dennis Rodman. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's there yet. But yeah. the energy he brings, how he plays. Bro, he had a put back off the glass that was so nasty last night. Bro. I was like, he walked back. <laughs> bro, blocks, blocks, rebounds, defense steals, point the way he scored. We know Costco could put up 30 points. Costco 30 points. You know, y'all forget about that Christmas Day last year. Bro, bro. Against the flippers. I mean the flippers. <laughs> Free Willie out here. Free Willie. No. Kyle Kuzma plays like a man on a like he fits in. He don't do all that talking no more, that pop no more. About that action, boss. He falls, bro. Montrez here or Kyle Kuzma or really, I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'm gonna say Dennis Schroeder. Dennis three of my favorite Lakers. Or my three favorite Lakers outside. I always have a soft spot for KCP and Caruso, but those yeah. are 
my three favorite Lakers right now because just outside of LeBron. Because man, the way them boys ball night in, night out, you can't ask for anything else. Um now Wesley Matthews. I was about to get on him, bro. Hey, this dude ain't played, but it's like two. I was just, I was really the end of the whole year, like really played, played. He ain't really played. But I was really surprised with him because he hasn't played and he came out. Bro, Wesley, I watched the last two games, like for sure. Like the other one's on TV, of course. But I had, you know, bro, Wesley Matthews, because our boy, he he going through some things. So KCP might be, he'll, he'll come back at the All-Star. He, he's mentally going through some, he's been doing some dumb stuff. Same thing. Every year he does the same thing. Wesley Matthews been coming out there hitting shots and making defensive plays, bro. It's amazing how the role players are really clicking on our team. Uh, and the enemies just look very good. Keith, he come out there hitting his shots, bro. Uh, the whole team just looks good. To, to be honest with you, before I go back up, I, I want to say this. I will always respect had love for him in his game, but Marcus All is is un. There's no reason for us to have him on the roster. Yeah, whatever he does, yeah. that is whatever he can do. It has no relevance to our team. He can't yeah. run up and down the court. Yeah, bro, I saw him miss getting a rebound because he was too slow and it was like five feet away from him. Yeah, one of them young dudes came in. They were way further out and grabbed the rebound before he did. Yep. So I'm looking at this. We tried it, but. Yeah, I mean, and what's what's unfortunate, uh, I'll just say this before I go to LeBron. What's unfortunate is that I told you about the white side. Now the Kings are starting to play this dude so they can raise his value. Yep. And he's been going off. Yep. So, but, bro, LeBron James, another another light work session, quick, easy, chilling after starting out slow. LeBron James hit the three. Pull up, hit the three that sent us into overtime, and then to seal the game, LeBron James had to steal, inbound got pass. the inbound pass, caught the possession, threw it back. Game was over. The number one defensive team, the number one defensive player to to end the game. LeBron was phenomenal, and what people don't understand, he still ain't went off. LeBron ain't missed a game. They played 130 minutes in three games. Played 130 minutes. Ain't missed a beat and still put up those numbers, bro. I want to say this. I want to say this. Before, okay. I really want to go in on, on Brun, but before we get to LeBron, I want to say this, bro. So, all right. <laughs> What's your concern with Anthony Davis? Because I, I, I do want to go off on LeBron, but I don't want to forget and lose this. What's your concern level with Anthony Davis? Uh, Anthony Davis is too damn soft. Just like like the lady say, you gotta fight through some stuff. You know, I know you, and it's just a testament to bro. You got some bread. You need to start doing like LeBron and taking care of your body. I know he just showed you how to take care of your body. Uh, so I mean, I know you're gonna have some type of stuff that's going on with your body, but besides the body issues, it's the mind. You had to. It's certain things that we don't like, but as long as you continue to voice those things, it's power in the tongue, bro. You're going to have them issues. When you say, I don't like playing the five, 
I mean, anytime somebody asks you to play the center, you ain't going to do your best because you already got in your mind. Yeah. I don't even like playing the five, dog. I had a dude I played baseball with. He was a cold pitcher, cold infielder. He had a strong arm, so they put him in the outfield. He could, man, I don't want to play in the outfield. It was night and day when he played in the infield and night and day when he played in the outfield. It's all because of what he said. Oh, I don't want to play in the outfield. Dude would miss balls. Stupid shit ball would roll under his glove, but when he would go in the infield, but it's, it's like he was a rod out there. So I think a lot of it is for mentally for AD just saying, hey, you know, I don't really want to play the five. You need to do what's going to get your team to game. Like the other night when we won, when AD played, he didn't look too good because he was making the right play. Sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice scoring your 30 points a game. But you can still affect the game without doing that. So I think AD just need to get that. What you don't like doing is just do what's going to help you win and get the rings, bro. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's, it's, it's it, it, like you just said, it really is a mindset with AD. He was having fun last year. Finally got on a team that has inspiration, motivation, goals. And then and then you did have you 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 were able to say, I don't want to do this because we had JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. You don't have that this year. Your role has to be much bigger than what it was last year. You have to step up and play in that prime, that prime level. Now I will say with the Achilles thing, sit them out. I told you this before. Sit them out for a week, week and a half if you have to. Mm-hmm. I don't want him out there if he can't if he can't fully function. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm seeing that. He was able to be out today. I mean, for the last two games, still got the dubs. Uh, Lakers had a practice for the first time in a long time, one of the most rare practices they had all year. He was at practice. Okay, look good. Bet. Come in, dog. Play your role. We start blowing boys out. No more worried about, you know, y'all. you and LeBron sit on the bench for the last eight minutes of the first fourth quarter. Hmm. Now back to Mr. LeBron James. Hmm. Go, go, James. Say this, I, and I and I'm not making this comparison necessarily because, like, it's the only comparison I can make. That's basically why I'm gonna make this comparison. Let me paint the scene for you. Lakers number two in the West by by half a game. By half a game, best defense in the league, best uh top ten offense in the league. Best player on the league, mm. best defensive player uh, in the league on the team. Mm. Um, very great roster with some f- weaknesses, flaws, but a very good roster. You have three games, one double overtime, two overtime, versus a team that has only beat high-quality teams, the Lakers, the Bucks. I believe the Bucks, the 76ers, the Nets. I don't know if the Nets are a high-quality team, but whatever. <laughs> they beat Miami, and they beat the Pacers, and I think one other team that's up there that you know, you'll consider to be in the playoffs by the end of this year. Yeah. That's like six wins. The Detroit Pistons, six wins. All right, bet. Then you got Oklahoma City, who if they were in the East, would probably be in the playoffs. All right? Scrappy team, very well-coached team. I felt that way before uh, LeBron said that to the coach. Hey, you're a very, you know, that's a very well-coached team. Mm. 
if Kobe Bryant was still alive today and Kobe Bryant played three straight overtime games and he was the reason that he won those three straight overtime games, the narrative would be totally different about these Lakers and LeBron. And the only reason I make that comparison because it is the Lakers and because Kobe was the best player in the Lakers for many years. And if he went on a string of three straight overtime wins, one double overtime, the narrative in the media right now would be totally different. Totally different. 26 games, ain't missed one game, five and one w- without the dude that carried him last year. Yeah. Carried yeah. him, five and one without him. 26 games, no missed games. Sit down somewhere. What's his average for the year? Huh? What's his averages for the year? LeBron James averages for the year. Go James right now. He's averaging 25.5 points a game. 26. 7.9 rebounds. Rebounds. And 7.9 assists. 26, 8, and 8. Not too 40% shooting, 50% field goal. Wow. 40% one steal a game. 50% field goal. Bro, 18th year, 36 years old. Watch. He can, hey, that man, look, you know what I'm saying? Man, I ain't going to get too how I really want to get. If y'all really want to know how I feel, bro, y'all got to stop all this damn LeBron James. Hey, y'all look very fucking stupid with that shit. Yes. Oh, the nigga came to make movies. Shut up. No, the fuck, he ain't never come to make no goddamn movie. Yes. Bruh, think about this, right? I'm going to say this to you. People talk this shit, all this dumb ass shit they be saying. I'm going to be me right now. They talk all this stupid shit they were talking about. The year when LeBron James got hurt, they was the number one team in the East with that, in the West with that trash ass team. Over the, 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 before they got hurt, because they was about to win the championship, the Warriors, they was the number one team. Until Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram got hurt. And then LeBron wound up getting hurt. But, bro, do you know that inside of the Western Conference, right? All right. There are 11 teams that are over 500, right? Because people are going to say that, oh, the West is shitty. They trash. They 11 teams over 500. In the East, there are only four teams that are over 500. There are only four teams that are over 500 in the in the East, bro. <laughs> and that shit just blows my mind because they're going to be like, oh. And if you look at it, the only really bad team that is in the West, bro, is Minnesota. Minnesota. It's Minnesota. And now that Cats came back, they that's can- really up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> that's really up in the air, bro. Yeah. I mean, OKC, I mean, look, they, they, they losing games, but they really got a great team, bro. The Rockets are coming up. Dallas got to get their shit. Bro, come on, bro. Hey, I, I, I'm going to just say this, man. Hate don't look good on you. You know what I'm saying? If you can open up your mouth and, and say that Tom Brady's a GOAT and he don't affect the game like LeBron James, you don't even need to say shit about sports if you're not going to recognize LeBron James as the GOAT. Straight up. Like, if you're going to not recognize he, you know, I know the fatigue, MVP fatigue and all that, bro. It's no Embiid. Embiid didn't miss games. You know, all this crazy foolish and stuff. Giannis being, though, the game last night, he missed. You know he can't shoot. Giannis had a wide open Chris Middleton. He decided to 
to take the shot and they lost the game. Being an MVP is about making the right. LeBron James kept going to the mismatch last night. Yep. I don't need to score. I can score these 45, but I need to get my teammates involved. This is a team game. You know, bro. <laughs> I, man, I could see if, 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 if LeBron didn't do what he was doing. I could see that. You know what I'm saying? Man, bro. Get you even more, bro. Here we go. Made the argument to me today. Here we go. That if Steph Curry brings the go to stay, <laughs> bro, you know, already got me already, bro. Finish with the way that Steph Curry is playing. If Steph Curry brings the go to stay Warriors to number four in the West. And LeBron and the Lakers are number one in the West. With LeBron cruising, even with these numbers cruising, that Steph Curry is should be the MVP for this year. No, uh, you know if some, you know me, bro, I can be very insensitive at times, and God forgive me, but that's just who the fuck I am, right? Some people just need to shut the fuck up, and <laughs> like. I like for that's that's I, there are such things as stupid people, bro. Like there are such things as stupid. There's such thing as stupid questions. There's such thing as stupid people. That's stupid, bro. Really, he need to be the MVP, right? If they bring them, like he's just scoring sixty points a game by himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fifty-seven, two fifties, sixty, and he they ain't got to be the number one seed. They gotta just be the number. They gotta just be the number four seed in the West. Get to the number four seed. Man, I wish I could do like like Eddie and Termini do on NBA radio. All right, we had enough of your stupid shit. Get off the air, like, but that's stupid, bro. Really, Steph Thank Curry you. shouldn't have won him. So, man, <laughs> <laughs> you about to say what my argument? What I shouldn't have been arguing, but I entertained it today. But you about to say what my argument was. Steph Curry act like he ain't have Clay Thompson nigga that put up sixty something in three quarters. That shooting guard in the league when he healthy. I, over James Harden for me. Who has ever had that? Bro, people people can say what they want. That bullshit ass comparison they made between Dame and CJ has nothing on Clay and Steph at all. At all. That's the second close thing to it, but they ain't is there's a there's a generational distance between them two. <laughs> Trust me, bro. There's a generational distance between that comparison. Now, nah, no, there's no consistency with them. With Clef, bro, Steph can do it, but you cannot do it by yourself. That's why I give him respect. Hey, I will always say you're the greatest shooter of all time. And Clay right behind you because he didn't get as many shots. Like, y'all are the greatest. What team has had the greatest two shooters in NBA history? Well, greatest, greatest backcourt of all time. They're the greatest two shooters, bro. Who, who, has, who has ever had that? Let's be real. I got some real stuff that we'll, we talk about right now. <clears throat> so there was a debate that went on, and they were saying that Los, you know, uh, the little Instagram dude, he was like, he was, you know, Golden State, Steph is his boy. Mm-hmm. So he was like, some dummy was talking about Draymond's the most important person on the team. They stupid. Well, newsflash, Draymond is the most important person on their team. Okay. You need Steph. You need Clay. You, of course, you need them. 
them teams that won them championships will never won a championship before Draymond. Y'all became men and act like y'all were some dogs because of Draymond. Draymond, y'all though he's not a he's a LeBron type player, but he don't have the skill set LeBron has. Mentally, he is there with LeBron James. Right? He do some dumb ass shit every now and then because he ain't LeBron. Because he ain't have. He don't have. Yeah, but bro, the the reason that the that Golden State is where they are is because Steph has been leading the team in scoring, right? But Draymond has been the coach on the floor. He's the anchor. Go here, go there. Move. Like, you see all the highlights of Draymond. He is the coach on the floor. So, while Steph is the most important scorer, without Draymond, of course, Draymond don't score the points like that. Of course. But without without Draymond, Steph ain't shit. He can score. He will just be a Bradley Beal, bro. Just be, We're just going to be honest about it. And people won't ever say that. But Draymond Green's always been the most important person on Golden State. Yes. He is out there being a coach, telling these young dudes, Kelly Oubre, hey, go here, go there, go there, go here. Steph is not doing that. Steph doing his thing, running around, making his shots, scoring his 30-something points a game. Uh, but Draymond Green is the most important person that has been on the Golden State until they trade him. That's it. This part of the podcast is being brought to you by David Michael Castillo Enterprises. Are you an owner-operator that's tired of low-paying freight and looking to make top dollar on all of your loads with a no-to-load deadhead? Flatbeds, goosenecks, step decks, dry vans, reefers. Visit us at dmcastilloenterprises.com or give us a call at 832-919-2688 and let us help you make the top dollar. And now back to the episode. Poor Blake Beard. We're going to leave it at that. Uh, so... so I guess Steph is not in your MVP candidacy, based on what you just said. Uh, no, Steph is Steph is definitely Steph is great. But he's definitely not. When you say most valuable player, I mean I just gave a reason why he's not the most valuable. He's not out there. LeBron is out there doing their thing. Embiid is leading his team in a whole bunch defensively. Yeah. We talking about Steph just scoring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Embiid is doing his thing. I think you probably got to throw Giannis out there now. You know what I'm saying? Joker a little bit. Still in there. Joker still. You know? But nobody's doing. Who that? Paul George out for me. He was never in for me, but. Why was he even, like, bro, he hadn't even played the games that he should get to be an MVP conversation. Correct. Uh, and then I, I was listening to one of the guys that has a vote on NBA radio. He was like, for me. Uh, on a regular season, you have to play 65 games to win any award for me, whether it's rookie of the year, NBA MVP. Oh, that's that's his rubric. That's his. That for, for him, for his, for him to decide. People, it's like, oh, so now I have to go and see how many games I'm allow people to even be considered for MVP, because if you haven't been out there for X amount of games, I can't how even... can you really be considered for MVP? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, for me, I know it's not a rule, but it's his rule for his vote. Yeah. That's a legit thing to really take into consideration, bro. Um, I, 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 there's no MVP vote for this dude, bro. But we got to shout out Zach Levine, bro. Levine Levine. Oh, yeah. Oh, the dude is balling, bro. But he deserve, he he needs to be on a, a winning team. Man. And they ain't going to trade him because if they trade him. They lost everything. They're dumb. They need to max him out, bro. They, they They'll never have. The closest thing they had to him was Jordan. 
They need to max him out and build around him. Build around him. You have to. They, and they have a good backcourt. The dude Kobe White from was I think North Carolina, bro. Uh, oh man, dog. bro. They just work on their pieces and, and build and get a big man and a wing defender, bro. You know the East is for it, me. The East is open. It'll be oh yeah, it'll be open for them. You no, know, I like the Pacers, but I'm not saying they can't be beat. Every team in the East can be beat. You already know who really coming out the West, barring injury. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood. But the East is always wide open. Now LeBron James is not there. The East is there's no team that you can say, oh, they're gonna make it. Like I mean, this is what I want to say too, bro. The comparison that I will make. Because I know people, uh, I want to talk about the Jazz. I have to give them their respect. But Giannis has always been like the number one seed, top seed. And then the dude ain't never made it to the West Eastern Conference Finals. So that's why I'm like, that's why I was trying to think about a while ago. Like, I had to be hesitant with the Jazz because I'm like. Who they remind I know what you about. You know what I'm saying? Who they remind you of? Man, look. Jurassic Park. Nah, they don't remind me of the Raptors. I'm a the I'm Bucks. A, uh, who? The Bucks. The Bucks remind you of the. Oh no, I'm saying the the, the Jazz. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a more specific team. Hmm. They remind me of the 2016 Atlanta Hawks. Oh, <laughs> oh, record setting all this. Yeah, they remind Ooh. me. Oh, forgot about them. Remind me of dog. That's who they remind me of for real, for real. That's who they remind. Wow. Me. That's wow. what they remind me of. You right about that one, bro. Swept them without Kyrie. Oh yeah. Swept them without Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. played for a few minutes in one game, and they were like, "Oh, we really don't need him." All right. Yeah. yeah. Man. Damn, bro, you right. That's what that's that's yeah, bro. I just had to say that because I, I don't want to get in people their credit, but yet. But yeah, bro. Yeah. For me, the MVP is the only player in the NBA that oh, has played every game this season. It's not player that has played every game this season, and he's 36 years old and is 18. And he's affected every game. That's affected every game. Five and one without the dude that's carrying last year. You know what I'm saying? And no diss to Anthony. We just need AD to come play this the rest of this season. AD, we calling for you. Not Anthony. Hey, bro, I got a question for you, bro. I don't know what you got next for me, but I got a question. Right? They kind of piggies back off of what I was saying earlier. Right? Now, I said I would allow Tom Brady to be called the most accomplished. Right, but then you got Bill Russell, people like that, right? And it, it backs off of what Dwayne Wade said. I'm gonna give my mad respect. You really gotta throw Serena in there for the most accomplished person, sports person in, in history of sports, bro. Right. What Serena Williams has done just as an accomplished uh, professional athlete, bro, I think nobody has. Has been on her level, not even Bill Russell. She's no. been in the game a long time. Then she won the championship with a baby, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, I know Dwayne Wade over there on that little, uh, on that, what is that, us? He, he hypnotized me, whatever the hell. Gabby used to be my girl, man, but I don't know. Now she done done something to Dwayne Wade and his son. Yeah, Hope he's uh, the rest of them, but, uh, <laughs> Gabe got boy. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're going to leave that there. But, bro, Dwayne Wade brought that up. And, man, Serena Williams do need mad respect. And she always need to be talked about when uh, 
when, when it comes when, when it comes to, like, yeah, yeah bro like for real for real sure what you yeah. think about that i agree like i look I love Serena. Serena, like when I say when I say LeBron is the goat, I'm talking about the goat in basketball. Serena, yeah. she could be in the conversation, like as far as the all time goat of sports all time. Serena gotta be there. Oh yeah, Serena yeah, gotta be there. Now LeBron real off seven of them things. Okay, you know, because you don't get that many that many opportunities to win championships in basketball. It's one per year. Serena then went through and swept all four of them things in one year. And it ain't no easy task to do that. So, nah, like, Serena, like, I never, I always had LeBron and Serena as my two. And Serena surpassed LeBron because of the opportunity she had. And she's won, you know, and I wish, I hope that she, if she could, if she cares to, that she can get back on track and come out and get that record. You know what I'm saying? Like Serena is in that class with Tiger Woods for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Tiger Woods is up like up there. Serena Serena up there for me, man. I, I'm not uh like for real. It ain't no it ain't no debate. Yeah. Um I just but, thought about it because I seen the clip on Dwayne Wade and I was like, man, we really don't we don't we talk it's about because she's a woman. Yeah. You know what it is, it's cause she's a woman. Yeah. But um Bringing it back to 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 basketball, have you been checking out your boy Lamelo? Man, bro, Lamelo Ball has been, you know, catching his stats. I like to see he getting his he getting his shine. He doing his thing, bro. He been he leading basically every category for rookie. He gonna be the rookie of the year. Allowing him to start with being able to get his numbers that he need. He was already doing leading him on the bench. Now he's doing it, leading the team. He's playing better than Gordon Hayward has been playing. Uh, the only thing I don't like, and he's a rookie, I give it to him. You got to get the turnovers down. I've seen a lot of games, yeah, like five or six turnovers. But the one thing that nobody point out, but now that I'm pointing it out, I will give it to you. LeBron James has a lot of turnovers. And the reason why LeBron James has turnovers, he makes these crazy passes that nobody's really ready for. They're not that mind. Yeah, when you look at LaMelo Ball, he's not LeBron with that passing, but he's damn near close to it. He makes phenomenal passes that some of his teammates don't be ready. So those equate to a lot of turnovers. Um, But those turnovers, unfortunately, you know, it comes to wins and losses for them. They're not a team that's really going – I think I should expect them to make the playoffs. They're not a team that I'm feeling, oh, they're going to win the East. So just seeing him ball on that team right now, Having all these new players, bro, he really looked good. He's separating himself and making the case uh, be a generational case. The <laughs> mellow's looking good. And like I always say, you know, living up to the hype that people give you, it's harder than being an underdog. Underdog is always like, hey, I always got this. Y'all just didn't see this shit. Being a person that has lived up and surpassed the hype, that is a hard thing. Uh, and so I, I really, you know, Got Lamelo forward. I give him the credit for it, and uh, it's been good just to see the highlights and seeing what he's doing. Just needing to practice more on the defensive end and get them turnovers down. Yep, yep. Um, now you know I, I always hit you with a, a random question. This is mine. I don't know if you have any for me. This mm. is my random for you tonight. Who? It's it's a it's a two part question. About the same thing. 
Who is your favorite six man of all time? And in your opinion, who is the greatest six man of all time? My favorite is Lou Will. The greatest is Manu Ginobili. Any <laughs> <the> question? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> told me today. Oh shit! Don't say shit about Joe Jane Hart. No, no, no. That Manu Ginobili shouldn't even be in consideration for being the greatest six man of all time. And I said he's the greatest one. Somebody said that it was Lou Will is the greatest six man. How old is this person? He said that they're putting Jamal Crawford over Manu Ginobili for the greatest six man of all time. Now, shout out to Jamal Crawford. But Jamal Crawford don't play defense. Jamal Crawford does not play defense. Lou Will, because we just love how Lou Will is. He, he, Lou Will was winning six men off the bench playing starter minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, bro, there's never been a greater six man than Manu Ginobili. I mean, he's with the Dynasty Spurs. He's coming off scoring points, but he is locking down. Manu Ginobili is why all your homeboys in the hood come and doing a Euro step. Manu Ginobili is the reason for that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was doing that before him. Manu Ginobili got everybody out there, LeBron, everybody doing that. Manu Ginobili played defense. Manu Ginobili will come out there and bust you in your face and lock you down. But there's no, there's no debate. As I said before, there's such things as stupid things and stupid questions. Bro. I that's Ginobili could have been a starter. On any okay. team. On any team, bro. Any, any. team. And, and – to affect the game on both ends, coming off the bench, it really says a lot about you as a person, your character. Uh, just like Kuzma's finally accepted it, you have to accept one of those roles. Uh, and it takes a lot of a person to really come out there and do that. But, bro, we can put a poll up. There's, uh, we're going to put a poll up on Instagram, bro. Set that up. Who's the greatest six man of all time? And see what, see what, see what people say, bro, because there's no comparison, bro. That you all hit it because I, 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 I'm just like, how old is this person? Our age. That's terrible. That's why I say some people that watch sports and some people that just say some shit. <laughs> you ain't watching sports if you, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to one of the, the our close ones that we're gonna have on the, on the podcast and ask Clay first. What, what you think? You already know. He probably gonna say Kobe. You know him. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Kobe. One through five and the six. And the six. And the six. <laughs> and the seven, and eight, and nine. <laughs> and the coach. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Hey, bro. Uh, Man, what that weather like out there for y'all, bro? It is uh terribly cold and dangerous. Man, terribly cold and dangerous. Hey, uh, Kenji Perkins and Rick Ross is like, hey, them ladies uh, – Y'all can't go see James Harden. Y'all need some uh, dude to cuddle up with. Y'all better, better holler at him on Twitter and Instagram. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need cold weather. That little dude ain't going to warm you up. No. <sighs> hey, Big Perk. Y'all don't know. We're going to have Perk on here one day soon. Hey, I'm telling y'all now. Y'all really love us, man. Uh, shoot us a, a question. You know, uh, save us, like our posts, save our posts, share our posts, 
And y'all, you know, encourage people to follow us, man. We got some real big things in tune, uh, in tune for y'all. And it's crazy out here in Texas, wherever you listen to. If it's crazy in Texas, it's definitely crazy in the rest of the world. So y'all be safe out there this weekend. Be safe. Perk will be on there one day, um, like my brother said. Comment, share, press play, like. Um, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can feel the love. And if you want to start interacting with y'all a little bit more, give us a little something to interact with, feedback. Give us a comment. Just highlight us. So, until next week, I'll let you. I'll let you. Peace. Real shit, I know what my real niggas feel is Night